Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Hello, one and all, and welcome again to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, a podcast where we talk everything Moon Knight or everything Moon Knight adjacent, if we've got some time to fill. My name is Connor Stevens, and uh, I'm one of your high priests, and while Ray is away with some personal matters, I am joined by the lovely Rebecca Hart. Rebecca. Hello. I'm good. I'm good. It's middle of the night for me, but that's perfect time for Moon Knights, right? Good to be back. You know, fighting fit. Fighting fit, ready ready to f- fill this space with some talk about 2099. We got yes. to hear, there's no, there's no super big Moon Knight news, no new issue, but we have, we have both gone to the past and the future. Yes. Oh wait, I suppose there is some, despite me telling you there was none. He was in Contagion this week. I was about, I was actually about to ask you, so... If you are new to yeah. the show, before we do crack on to all our Moon Knight goodness, we like to talk a bit about what we've been reading throughout the week. Uh, yes. Everything Moon Knight adjacent, I guess. So why not start? How's Contagion going? I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm clearly reading it for my other role in the Iron Fist podcast, strongly suggest you all listen to. Uh, and uh, it's really fun. Ed Brisson had a really good run on Iron Fist recently. Um and this kind of picks up from that so it's like um it's pretty in continuity um brings back one of my favorite iron fist enemies which none of us can pronounce um so (laughs) we always call them the plant people but um yeah so it's not zombies it's uh plant people contagion which is uh pretty fun and it's... that's a lot cooler than what I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. It's um basically someone's escaped from Kunlun and is infecting people. And uh, but when they infect superheroes, they also kind of um, uh, what do you call absorb them, but they're absorbing their powers as well. So it's making it harder and harder to fight. So each um, each issue, they're weekly. We've had like new people being absorbed, new powers to deal with. Um, the Sparrow, who's the head of Kunlun at the moment, and is very cool, uh, came to get Danny, and Danny's been recruiting other people. On the flip side, the Fantastic Four, one of the first to encounter this thing, so the thing's involved as well, and he can't be infected because of his rock skin. Um, nice. So which is which is pretty cool, and. Uh, they are. They've just got a bunch of other. They they can't risk the Avengers getting involved because they don't want them to get absorbed because they've got like super cool powers. Um, but Tony's involved in the science, and uh, so they they've got a bunch of uh, street level people, including uh, hell uh, yeah. yeah, White Tiger, Black Tarantula, Cloak and Dagger have been involved. And right at the end of this issue, we get Moon Knight turning up. And uh, I'd say so far, so good. I know people are always worried about his current um, 
characterization and there is a minor quip but it's not quippy quippy so um he calls them the bargain street avengers and asks why he hasn't been invited <laughs> basically amazing yeah so um yeah not not too bad so far so good but literally just one page i didn't put it up on the website because if you give everyone a chance to, to read it and here's your heads up the issue for will almost certainly have him playing a much bigger role because they're desperately trying to find people who can fight um, this thing. No idea if Moon Knight will get be you know have the same fate as most of them and get absorbed, but um, possibly not. But he's turned up to help, which is nice. So yeah, so that's good. He's on the cover of the next issue, so that's pretty all right. Yep, he's on the cover of the next issue, which is you know so. Um, good to say that for once cover is not false advertising and he will almost certainly be in there which is always <laughs> nice it's always a nice confirmation to get the issue before because you know sometimes it's just they're in this series and we're focusing on different people um it's also got it's got pay in it who's the next iron fist so if you read Yay. it and you're a little bit concerned that's who the the little girl is in the costume who's been left babysitting uh, Danny Cage, but <laughs> because you know Danny's <laughs> because Danny's Daddy, um, they don't you know she doesn't stay babysitting for too long. <laughs> Get everyone gets involved. Oh hey hey cats. Um, the podcast now with added cats. Uh, yeah, so pretty good. So highly, highly recommended. Um, if you wait and read it on Marvel Unlimited, you'll get the whole thing. Um, it's weekly, so it's only got a couple more weeks to go because clearly this was their Halloween little event. Um, and obviously being weekly, it's kind of expensive, but um, also means the trade shouldn't be out. should be out fairly soon. So, hooray. I actually might catch up on that. That sounds pretty good. It's it's a lot more fun than I thought it would be, and um, you know it's like one of those. It's kind of old school comicsy, like you know, there's a problem, everyone gets involved to get it. There's sensible reasons why they can, can't, and get involved. Um, and uh, for us on over on the Iron Fist podcast, it's kind of nice to have Danny be front and center of an event, um, and not always being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Which again has been a problem with characterization, really, uh, usually, and I think it's uh, it's nice to have Brisson on coming off the Iron Fist run because at least he has an appreciation for the character, hasn't just kind of been bust in to do um, a random Halloween event, and that's clearly why he decided that he wanted to have the characters he had in it because maybe this was something he wanted to do on his run. Um, do you think we're going to get another Iron Fist run soon? Or they're just hiding uh, away? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're... I, I don't know. I'd like to say yes, but <clears throat> it seems there's going to... There seems there's a lot of plans for Cosmic Marvel in 2020, and um, I'm not mm. sure... I mean, like, there is a place for him there because of, like, Doctor, his connection with Doctor Strange, and, um, you know, there's always... The, on the supernatural side but so i mean we're also getting morbius and stuff so we could go more streets you know who knows i'd like to think so i think maybe we might be due a heroes for hire comic again at some point um you know with the with the girls as well and um yeah we're look, hopeful but you never know 
He's not had a, a bad run recently. That's all right. That, but, that's... you know, hopefully. Pretty good for all the boys. Have you yeah. read anything else of interest? Uh, well, well uh, on the DC side, everyone should be reading Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen because it's one of the finest comics I've read in a long time. It's funny. <laughs> very, very funny. And sometimes you just need funny and not high drama. And I've been reading all the uh, Hox Pox, the Hickman event, Hickman Marvel. Yes. Hickman X-Men. It's almost like a tongue twister. And uh, realising how many... Uh, how much X-Men I haven't read over the years. And, um, yeah, I, I love it. I know some people have some issues with it, but not many people. But it seems to me people have genuinely loved it. And the amount of um, positive comics chatter it has brought to my Twitter has just been a delight after a long time of people being kind of shitty about comics. Yeah. I don't think I've been this interested in what the comic community's been up to than what Hickman has done, so... Yeah, it's 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 good and it's thoughtful and we're just launching into the new era, the sort of post-Hickman. So the first issue, uh, the first one that came out post-House of, House of X, Powers of Ten, uh, which I believe is the proper pronunciation of the two, uh, was X-Men 1, which came out this week, and that one's being joint-written by... Uh, by Hickman and was all based on the Summers family. So I love Scott. I love Cyclops. I started reading in the 70s. Of course, I love Cyclops. And uh, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of fun. It's nice to see the whole family, including Vulcan, for those asking. And I think the next one is uh, Marauders next week. So that one's Kitty Pride and Emma Frost and Bobby and Lockheed and on the high seas being pirates. So many good teams. Yeah, what's wrong with what's bad with being pirates and having a dragon? And that was Jerry Duggan. And it um it kind of won the internet with like that you know they do that I don't know if you've seen any of them, but they've got these like um little one page little one titles with little icons. So the the first arc title or the first page title for this one is Ahoy Muties instead of Ahoy Mateys. <laughs> pretty fun riff off the uh, pirate thing. Uh, they're probably the biggest ones I've been reading. What about you? Uh, I I've been pretty I'm pretty out of it. I was I was going to dive back in this past week. I've been into stuff like we got the new Ghost Rider series. Um, catch up new issues of Die, <laughs> Daredevil, Copra, Canto. But the only thing I've really read is the new Doctor Doom issue, which is last oh, week anyway. So good. That was good. I really want to read Canto as well. What a perfect well. voice. Yeah. I, I screamed at God, the so uh, guest fun. appearance in Doom. Obviously, I screamed at the guest appearance in Doom. But yes, we love... We're big Campwell fans, me and Connor, so... Oh, yeah. Yes. He's, uh, he was saying it's something bunch of other good stuff, but apart recently, from that. So. What else did he say? He was talking about comics today. Let me see if I can find it. And and I just... All I just thought is I looked at it and just thought, how are you always so right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I'll try and find it while we're uh, chatting. But then his new I... movie's out as well. Yeah, his new movie's out in America, but not here. So, hmm. <sighs> hmm. But yeah, good for him. Everyone go see it if you can. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, please. Oh. 
God, I feel so bad for him because he shares the name of that terrible neo-Nazi. Whenever you search his name, that's the first <laughs> result you get. Parts you lose is what it's called. Uh, uh, yeah, and I mean, the only thing I've read apart from that was I ended up starting the manga Vinland Saga. Instead of doing anything else, I read well, like 100 yeah. chapters of that. So that's pretty good. 100 chapters? Yeah. Is pre- oh, he said he likes Booster Gold. That was his other why you so right moment. Okay, that is that. Yeah, that is yeah. the perfect take. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be very something very specific that I agreed with. Obviously, <laughs> he doesn't love booster. Like, not There's only a few options. Booster. Yes, and then the other big news this week, I guess, was uh, Kevin Feige being placed in charge of comics as well as films and TV. Huge. So, huge. Yeah. I mean, who was in charge of comics before this? Yeah, um, I think it was just uh, it Dan Buckley and then Joe Casada. Well, um, Ike Perlmutter, in you know, was the. I oh, think he's yeah. basically replaced Ike Perlmutter on that thing because the rest of the chain of command seems to stay the same. They've just um, changed some of their titles, so it's. Uh, no, <clears throat> you can all feel a little bit happier, but even though Ike, Ike still sort of owns. A fair whack of Disney. but um, So the interesting thing for all of us, really, from that is, like, um, is the, will we see more, uh, you know, will it be better coordinated between the films, TV, and comics? Um, You know, and and some people have concerns about, you know, will the comics become filmified? I I don't know if Feige's that hands, going to be that hands-on with every aspect. I think we we sort of have to see what happens, but the good news for us is there's a Moon Knight TV show planned, and that almost certainly means there'll be a hefty nudge to make sure we get a comic at the right time. So, hooray. Yeah, I think... I think this has already been in effect, like, the amount of... the amount of one-shots you get around in movies, you know, what happened to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I think, um... I mean, This doesn't seem like it'll be as big a change. No, I think um, apparently, um, what's his name, uh, Sobolski is quite good friends with Feige, um, and certainly since he's come on as editor, they've tried to do better at about at least timing things with the same titles. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, I think Guardians is the biggest sign of where the comics started to look a bit more like the films. Um, I mean, certainly Iron Man started looking a little bit more like RDJ, but he did anyway. And um, certainly you could, certainly things for Iron Man and Captain America, like the ones I know best, never really became uh, as filmified as, say, Guardians did, because, you know, what was going on, they quite often ended, tended to be dead while, while their films were running. <laughs> so we had the whole Secret Empire thing, um, <coughs> while Cap, while Civil War was playing out in the cinema. So, <clears throat> I think it uh, seems so far that what Marvel have tried to do, and they did a terrible job in the beginning, was at least have something with the title out at the right time, even if it has nothing to do with the, the films. So, uh, maybe we'll see a bit more of that. Maybe we'll see um, some more comics creators get a chance to work in writers' rooms in the TV shows, which would be nice. Um... Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I mean, hey, they got Campbell there. 
It's right there. Use him, Marvel. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that would be our dream, wouldn't it? Uh, so who knows? I mean, I think we always have to go into changes positively. You know, it's 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 great to have a note of caution, but let's let's enjoy it until we our hopes are dashed, eh? Says the person going through breakfast oh, yeah. at the and moment. And I mean just positively Moon Knight run when the new Moon Knight series starts, so Like I think they would have done it anyway, but I think this is another heavy sign that they will do it and I mean look the show's a fair way out. I think we'll probably get something before that even. And uh yep, yeah, no new news on uh the whatever it is Conan and the Serpent I don't even know what the title is Conan and the Serpent thingy that's got Moon Knight in uh, Serpent War okay it's just called Serpent War okay no new news on that um, is it David Finch cover doing the rounds people will buy that as they do we have um, the solicitations will be next week for Marvel so that is when to expect more ooh I saw somebody mention today, but also it was the DC ones today, so... Um, but yeah, somebody actually definitely said it'll be Marvel solicitations next week. So we're starting to starting to hear about January Marvel stuff now. But so far, nothing nothing too relevant to Moon Knight. But yeah, so shall we crack on with... So what we decided to do, since we uh, we don't have Ray with us, and... You know that we're far too terrible to go look at what what comic we should be doing. Was pick something quite <laughs> quite small and manageable for us. He um, leaves a nice order for us, and we just run away. Yeah, we went for twenty ninety nine. But also, since we might be recording another podcast, we have a request from everyone lis- for everyone listening. I've joked about it many times about how we could write a better 10 things you should know about Moon Knight. And um, it strikes me that obviously most of them are all going to be fairly obvious to us. But if anybody would like to suggest some, please uh, start a Facebook post and let's get them, let's get them hacked out. Because, well, I could do a comedic one, which I will still probably add things like boxer shorts and him being a fan of Dazzler. (laughs) I mean, we have to add him being a fan of Dazzler. Um, But yeah, yeah. but seriously, I mean, like, you know, you know, we're going to get the major ones right. Uh, (laughs) But if there's anything you think we should add that we might not have thought of, or just generally, what do you think the top things you what are the top things you tell people about Moon Knight? Not just he's cool. Uh, which tends to be me. I'm I'm terrible. I'm like, look, I read Moonlight for the first time because my sister threw one in my hands and said, he's Jewish, read it. So, you know, I don't need more than one thing to make me go read a comic, clearly. But let's 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 go. Let's do it. So if we can get a crowdsource top 10 things we'd say about Moonlight and we can put it up as a resource on the Facebook page. For all the lovely new people I'm expecting us to get with, as the... Uh, TV show cuts clearer. And, God, uh, yeah. Yeah. And let's have something to hand Oop. and, you know, let's do better than the clickbaity sites. Yeah, and I think we are getting a lot of new listeners lately, so I just want to say, uh, and our numbers are up, so thanks everybody for actually come checking this out. We hope uh, 2099 interests you as much as it maybe kind of interested us. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one because I'd not read a lot of 2099 before. Had you? 
I'd read, I'd read all of uh, Spider Man and like a bit of X Men, but that's about it. Because like, I, I didn't know about this all this interconnected universe. Stuff yeah, I went and read Destiny and whatever. I went and read Spider Man twenty ninety nine, um, from two thousand fourteen on. So I've read the the two runs, but not the really not the old run. I figured I I meant to, but I ran out of time. And I probably will go back and read that, and I think I'll read more. And and the other interesting reason why we picked it, of course, because we're clever like that, is Marvel has some new 2099 stuff coming out. So if you like the world, um, there's some more coming out. We have no idea if the, if Moon Knight will appear. Um, I like I know that I know from other things. I mean, like Iron Fist, they're all quite different. So like, because we've got a hundred years to play on. Like, sorry, so yes, we have, um, what have we got coming out? We've got Conan 2099 is coming out, Polisher 2099, Fantastic Four 2099, one called 2099, um... Doom Amiga. 2099 by Zadarsky. Oh, there's, there's Alpha and Amiga, yeah, Doom 2099 by Zadarsky, Venom 2099, and there's a new Spider-Man and a Ghost Rider. So, and it's all, I assume, in a little event because there's 2099 Alpha and Amiga, which are usually their start and ends to an event. Let's have a look at the front cover, just making sure of the, see if there's any Moon Knight there. Uh, da, 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 there's Cap, there's the Hulk, there's uh, uh, Daredevil. No, there's no nothing obviously. Yeah, somebody looks like they've got a bit of a dragon. <laughs> Somebody's got looks like they've got a bit of a dragon. Okay, although the the picture on the front of Amiga is uh, pretty cool. Yes. Oh, so yes, it's it should be fun, and apparently we've got more going to be announced in January. So who knows? Oh really? Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was done. That's no, apparently. Well, I don't. I don't either. Or they're doing twenty ninety nine covers anyway. So, should we start with Manifest Destiny? Because I think that's probably the I earliest guess. one. Because there's basically two 2099 Moon Knights, and this was the only one that got published in the 90s. So. Yeah, so this is the... There's very few appearances, which is the... <laughs> one of the nice things about it. There's literally, like, two examples. So, what do we need to know about... <laughs> we don't <laughs> have, to, we need have to, to stretch too much. What do we need to know about 2099, Connor? Just that um, it's mostly set around Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man? Yeah, so the world kind of got fucked up and, like, they killed all the superheroes and the world kind of went to shit and then a bunch of corporations took over and Miguel O'Hara became a new Spider-Man and then the X-Men returned and yeah. Ghost Rider was a robot and everyone kind of fought in a big capitalistic system yeah. Until they and, fired uh, the head of it, and nothing. Yeah, and he works for Alchemax, which is uh, run by Tyler Stone. Is it Tyler Stone? I'm going to get confused with my Tyler Stones. Who is I think the? So. And uh, he's a stone. He's a stone. He's one of uh, Tiberius Stones. He's Tiberius Stone's son or grandson. And uh, so, uh, if you know your Iron Man. You can get why when I first started reading it, I was like, ugh, Ty Stone. Um, but he, yeah, just pretty bad capitalist dude. Uh, and 
Miguel's now the CEO of Alchemax in Manifest Destiny, which is the first one we're going to look at because that's where we first get our appearance in Moonlight. Uh, yeah, we, so yeah. this was... Oh, sorry. No, go on. No, I was going to say, yeah, this is actually the end of the 90s, 2099. So what happened back in the 90s was it was going pretty all right, and then they fired the he- the head of the team, so the biggest creators, Peter David and Warren Ellis, stopped writing for 2099, and they tried a bunch of stuff, and it, they kept having to cancel it. So they flooded the world, which I guess is a thing they like to do because they also did that for the Ultimate Universe. And then a bunch of titles kept getting cancelled, so they're just like, screw it, we'll write one final one-shot, send it out with a bang, and we got Manifest Destiny. Which is pretty cool. So we're not, we don't, we're not going to go through exactly what happens in the it's comic all that much film. because, like, really... <clears throat> Like, like you said, it's the end of a thing. So we get got lots of nice name checks to other 2099 characters. And then it, then you get... Well, we'll just get to the Moon Knight bit, I think, because it's probably the most interesting. Um, so they're on the moon, clearly, um, because why else wouldn't you be... The last a, refuge of humanity. Yep, the uh, Inhumans have invited everyone to live there, so they clearly didn't know what was going to happen to the Inhumans in uh, 2019. (laughs) 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 They're back on the moon, and uh, they've uh, they've kind of got the all the refugees there, and uh, see people coming to attack the moon, or like see what's going on. And out of the landscape emerges Moon Knight, who is female. Go Moon Knight. Has a really cool costume. Um, I don't even know how you describe the costume. It's kind of like a very sleek, much more Iron Man-y costume. Shoulder pads. It's got big shoulder pads. But not obnoxious ones. A much smaller hood. Very fancy cape. And... uh, Guns. It's clearly got a holster. So, um, and some batons. Yeah. So Big stick. A bit less of the tech. A bit less so of the. So she's cool, because she's kind of got. But, yeah, I was just going to say, she's cool. She's got, like, the biggest job of all. She's, like, out of everything on the moon, she's, like, the actual moon's biggest guardian. Yeah. So, the moon knight. That's one hell of a job to have. Yeah, the moon's knight of vengeance. It's a nice little play on, uh, the moon knight title. And uh, talking about things like the spectre of justice. Uh, like her speech bubbles were all moon-shaped. Just <laughs> cute. They've got the little crescent moons next to them. Um, gotta love the 90s. You gotta love the 90s. But it's also, actually, I thought it was quite beautifully written, some of it, because it's it's very kind of... Um, oh, it launches back into that like very heavy narrative style of like, and then we did this, and then we did that. And it's like... It's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so she she sort of emerges out to protect things. Big fight. Very good. She has really, some really cool little logos on her armour. Sort of like the moon. That one looks like the moon and sun together. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I wasn't sure what it was. It might be, it might be something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they they don't know if she's some sort of ghost, but she clearly isn't. Oh, we should also say her mask is is interesting because it's kind of her face is blacked out and has red eyes before the moon night. Very red peak. eyes. Very red eyes. But they're on the moon. She probably needs eye protection. 
Uh, but it's interesting because Miguel has red eyes as well when he goes back to um, sort of our world. That he always has to keep his eyes covered um, because they're red. <laughs> <laughs> so which is like a, a big sign that you may not be sort of a normal human being. So yeah, big fight. So we see she's good at a fight. God, it lasts two, three pages. And uh, they push her through... Well, they push her through some sort of wall Secret thing. door? Barrier? Yeah, secret... Barrier. Barrier is a good word for it. Um, and it's the Lair of the Watcher. Who is still around. Because clearly original sin hadn't happened there. <laughs> this is fine. This is all fine. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes. Um, and she says it's been oh she says it's been silent for nearly a century maybe maybe that could include death um, until now and there's kind of like a, <laughs> a weird portal with green light there and then we get back outside but we're not interested in what's happening outside right now they find oh they find Cap I forgot this happens it's quite cute they find Cap in a block of ice again or block of something that's Miguel uh, so that's what's going on with them. And so, yeah, so Moon Knight breaks into this uh, or gets thrown into this refuge of the Seeker, of the Watcher, and she finds, and she says, merciful Allah, as she walks in the door, which I thought was nice. So there's Which is cool. Very interesting there. Um, And she sees the Watcher has the Fantastic Four seemingly frozen in front of him. As you do. As you do. Um, they also refer to him as well to the blind. I don't know if we've mentioned noticed that before. God, stupid cats. Um, and he's talking about past regrets. Uh, and talking about how he would surrender his life to undo the monstrous thing he's done. Which is pretty much take the Fantastic Four and meddle in humanity. <clears throat> so he's um, monologuing, as you do. And she's just like, wait, um, don't do this. It'll be a terrible mistake, whatever you're planning on doing. And he probably says what he's planning on doing. Oh, yeah. And there she... He's going to release them from there. Once again, big role changes the mind of, like, the crazy cosmic guy. Yeah, and has no has no problems in, in sort of <clears throat> standing up to him. And, in fact, the next panel's the first one that she's clearly female. It's the first one the armour appears to have... Uh, a breast area, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not—it's not sort of done in a seedy way. It's just—I um, think it's the first time we've seen her in a lit room, uh, moving in a way that would make it obvious. Because a lot of the other ones were front on, so you wouldn't necessarily see. But I mean, yeah, it's really interesting because as we get to the next appearance, um, we can talk a little bit more about it. But he refers—I mean, he talks about her wisdom. Like, uh, and sort of says, what, do you have anything to say to someone who's, uh, who's ancient before your patron's first manifestation? So we're talking, I'm guessing we're talking about Conchu there. Um, so that's still that connection because I don't understand. I mean, he's basically saying I was here before that, your gods. Uh, it kind of works with the annual we just had. Yeah, it really does. I mean, this works very nicely with that. It makes me wonder if, you know, like when they said, that we'll see Moon Knight, but maybe not in a way we we're expecting. 
Um, I mean, they could have just been referring to Serpent War. But it makes me wonder about oh, some yeah. of these other, <laughs> some of these other appearances, and I mean, who knows? With you know, like I think Serpent War also said it might play a bit with timelines. So, look, there's a good chance we might get her before. But this is definitely going to. I mean, I think this is quite an important one to um, to put in the things you might not know about Moon Knight, and we'll try and list some of the other historical ones we've just had in the annual and stuff, um, because. <clears throat> We've seen it a lot, and with especially with Deatrice turning up in the Bemis run, people like, and generally the, you know, sort of the the sort of state of play of Marvel and the universe right now is. I, I saw somebody the other day joking, not joking, he said, but say maybe Moon Knight should be female in the TV show, and um, and and I was I sort of said you you know that we've had a female, we do have a female Moon Knight. And uh, it's just an interesting one to sort of keep in there. It's just a little little nod to... Um, I'm not going to get into the arguments about what Moon Knight should and shouldn't be in the TV show because I think we have a long road to go on that. Um, but it's interesting Ooh, that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she sort of comes out and says she's not speaking about wisdom but as a chosen avatar of justice. So... It's very much so. Not, not vengeance. Aren't you still kicking? Justice. Um, <clears throat> and then she sort of says, "Would would, would she would the Fantastic Four rather have chosen your cosmic euthanasia, or to fight against insurmountable, hopeless odds?" And I think we all know which they were supposed to suggest there. Um, did the historical counterparts not do the same many times and still triumph? Aren't these descendants of your creation entitled to the same choice? So he's created a new Fantastic Four. And she's Great line. she's very much arguing that they should have freedom of choice, which is pretty damn cool. Um, and then, and I think the next line's even better. Is it your artificial reincarnations you lack faith in, or yourself? I mean, this is somebody going up against the Watcher, and say, and 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 causing them to doubt their motivation. I mean. She's like we don't know anything about her yet. They've no establishing. All we get, we don't even get. We just we know nothing about her. We don't even get a name for her in Manifest Destiny, um, and we don't. We barely get glimpses that she's female. Um, so they really said, "Here's a Moon Knight to do what you want with," when they created this character. But clearly, she's positioned in this very important role. Um, because, you know, the Watcher defers to her and kind of agrees with her. I'm going to skip all the rest yeah. of the stuff. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It, it does, it, it's, 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 <laughs> it is kind of, um, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting how little people talk about, like, people talk about the fact, um, that was going to say. Oh yeah, uh, people just kind of talk about how she just kind of exists, and they'll show a photo of her sometime. But it's kind of important to know that she just she's she's important and kicks ass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and very respected. And yeah, I'm just flicking through some of the other pages. If you want to see Captain America as Thor, this is <laughs> this is your issue. Um, <laughs> quite, quite disturbing mashup. <laughs> But um, there's this very sweet story of um, of, of Cap as well, and 
the the watcher eventually comes to earth and uh brings his fantastic four with him and so he's obviously he's obviously decided to agree with what moon knight said and uh, bring them back to earth and he takes them off on with the big team to solve whatever issues we're having in 2099 they go off to fight everything together with the Wati with them get a nice avengers assembled moon knight's not with them so she's staying in her very advisory role back on the moon so whatever we need so, um and then they yeah they get to attack the watcher blah 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 blah, blah. sorry you should read it it's quite fun um i don't want to ruin the story is the thing so I'm kind of like flicking through some of that to just get. I think that's it for Moon Knight, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then it's, I think it's kind just of those about Miguel and the yeah. gang. Because then we get back to Miguel and what the actual fights are doing. Um, yeah. But interesting, like. It's interesting because uh, I think some of this may come back in again. There's some very cosmic y stuff in here. And like I said, we are turning back to sort of 2099 scene. So it'd be interesting. We should say here, I'll give you the credit. It's uh, Len Kaminsky wrote it. Mike McCone pencils, Mark McKenna inked, and Jason Wright coloured. I think the rest of them are. Tom Brevoort was editor, interestingly enough. Um, so it's it's quite a... I, I quite enjoyed it. It's 1998 comic. It was nicely tongue-in-cheek enough as well. Yeah, and it, look, I'd read nothing when I went... That was the first one I read. And it, wow. <laughs> yeah, but it was enough. It was written like... Not like mm. a one-off. Like, it was written well enough that you could get the idea, if you've read any comics before, um, of what was going on. And I really enjoyed... Like, I wasn't expecting the Moonlight. I thought it would really just be a... Because I've just seen that one picture of her, and I really thought it would just be this, oh, here she is. And for years, that was the only appearance of Moon Knight 99, 2099. Yeah. Until Secret Wars. Dun, 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 dun. Everyone's favourite recent Marvel event. It may well, it may not be everyone's, but it should be up there. No, it it's be. not true. I know people who legitimately don't like it for legitimate reasons, but uh, I don't know how. Personally, I could not love it. Um, I've never had a legitimate reason in my life. Yeah, that's true. No, <laughs> So, I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to assume everyone knows what happened in Secret Wars, but basically for a period while it was coming out, there was no uh, Marvel Universe as such, and there was just this big mashup ba- battle world uh, where anything could happen, and we got all these um, fun tie-ins, which were often set based on old events or little one-off ideas, and pretty much sit in the sort of alternate universe bubble so there was an armor wars one and a planet hulk one and uh a cowboy one yeah well we yeah please very close to my heart you go go straight there there was a a hail hydra one uh which follows from amenda's captain america uh there were yeah, they were they were great. There I mean like there was a Hulk's one, there was a Thor's one. 
Um, they're all really good fun. And, oh, God, what am I talking about? This has nothing to do with Secret Wars. You have to, like, get rid of this Civil War too. Well, it it came out of uh, Secret Wars, uh, basically where this run started. Yes, because, that's um, what I'm thinking Basically, about. Secret Wars kind of changed... Yeah, Secret Wars changed what happened to 2099. So this universe... With yes. this new Moon Knight isn't the same as the previous Moon Knight because of Secret Wars. Right. Okay. Sorry, everyone. It's, I, it's four in the morning. It's my only <laughs> excuse. So we have Secret Wars, Secret Wars, which you should all read. And that, as Connor says, because I didn't really take it on board, but that's the next run of Spider-Man 2099. So that's where that starts. And same creative team as the 2014 run. Will David and... No, Peter David and Will Sliney. Will Sliney. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and the next appearance of Moon Knight is part of this run that started then. All right. So that's why it's in my mind. But this run, you can actually read on its own. Like, because I read the whole lot. Because I was like, oh, I, I'm not even going to take on board. You know, I, I need I need to get to issue 14. It's issues 14, 15 and 16 of the 2016 starting run of Spider-Man 2099 is what you want but I didn't realise when I dug into that that that's the Civil War 2 tie-in <clears throat> so you can just read that you don't really need the rest of the context it's kind of interesting if you do um, but yeah so what can we say about Civil War 2 that we haven't just said about Secret Wars oh it's the worst event in, <laughs> in my memory um, it was yeah it's I don't love it as an event, but it had an interesting premise, which was that there's an inhuman who can see the future and uh, about how the superheroes react to that. And it's not great, not great. But the nice thing about this one is it's not really tied in all that much. You get, you get. Is it maybe the best thing to come out of Civil War 2? Uh, yeah, I think it. It probably is, um, apart from, you know, there's a couple of hangovers that, you know, like, I was going to say Iron Man being dead, but I don't mean that. AI, AI Tony was very important to what happened in in uh, Captain America and in Iron Man after that, and with Ironheart, but that's, I think that was kind of just sort of shoehorned into Civil War 2, it wasn't a... It wasn't. It's not. It's nothing you can kind of pick out as a go read this issue, because um, as as Connor knows, I have more issues of Civil War Two than I ever wanted, because I kept I kept trying to I kept I kept kept reading it hoping it would get better. I decided at some point it was never going to get better, and then kept getting sent it in like subscription services and uh, grab bags. They'd be like, oh, another issue of Civil War Two, hooray! Um, so I have, and then they'd be like, oh, Tony's going to die. So of course I have to buy it, you know, like, so, um, there's a, there's a certain element about me feeling cheated by having read it, but it really wasn't good. Like I, I've not met many people who really defend it. I liked, I liked Ulysses, the inhuman in question. Um, but, uh, it also was a big character assassination of, of Captain Marvel's character, which was kind of hard to read. So anyway, we get a Spider-Man 2099 tie-in, um, which uh, is surprisingly good. 
it's a lot of fun. Uh, basically, in this run of Spider-Man 2099, it's mostly set in current day, not in 2099. Uh, he's been stranded in the past by the devious machinations of someone from the Stone family, Tyler. And he has this uh, little portal in the basement that can send him through to 2099, but like for an hour. So he can, he's basically, his 2099 world is totally messed up and the bad guys are in charge. I mean, as in the villains are in charge, not the sort of bad guys corporates. And um, so he's gone back to the part, well, he's back in the past and every so often he can check and see if what he's done has has fixed anything and of course with all time travel stories it's always just got worse so um yeah. so that's the setup but he uh the the issue that moon knight's in is issue 15 so that's the middle bit and then the last one uh, so the first one you can read just as set up, and you probably should. And it's uh, basically, he's gone into 2099, and different people are in charge from what he's expecting. And the heroes are kind of undercover. And he starts by fighting Ghost Knight. Ghost, Ghost Knight? I'm making up my own amalgams. Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Who, as Connor says, is a robot, which is pretty cool now here's interesting i always thought i always thought danny cage was the 2099 captain america but it's not (laughs) so (laughs) she's captain america that was yeah so that's kind of interesting because i always just assumed it but no she's an alternate alternate world future captain america so this is a different captain america Who's really interesting character, because um, she's kind of her non-cap role and her cap role are disassociated. So when in cap mode, she yeah, could real sh- like yeah. So basically, they situation. Yeah, and her husband's been involved in this, and it's all a little bit kind of dodgy because as Captain America, she knows what her human counterpart's done. But as a human, she's kind of been programmed to kind of forget what she's done as Cap and has no idea she transforms into this buff fighting machine. Um, So she's kind of interesting. Um, And they end up in... They're in this underground pub for heroes. You get to see Iron Fist 2099, who has Iron Fists. And no hair, R.I.P. King. No hair. Again... They barely mention him in passing, but you can see the chest brand and clearly has iron fists. And they do right at the end. They're like, who is he? Oh, he's some enforcer goes by the name of Iron Fist. So <laughs> that's kind of cute. Sure, I want to cover this on your Iron Fist pod. Oh, I'm sure we will at some point. Love to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just I just told Carl. I was like, if you didn't know, he's in these issues. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see him because he's he's been in Deadpool twenty ninety nine. There was some Iron Fist reference, but again, I think it was a different um, Iron yeah. Fist. So it's kind of it. Uh, Hawkeye in this world has wings, which I love. Who doesn't love characters with wings? People who are wrong is the answer. 
And yeah, Captain America also has Falcon's wing. It's a, it's it's a bloody it's a bloody fly for all. It is great. Yeah, she's gliders. Spider-Man can fly. Yeah, and then we get to meet the rest of the undercover team, which includes Roman, uh, our Namor of twenty ninety nine, uh, Black Widow who bites who eats people. <laughs> Gotta love her. Uh, Hercules. Yay. Just the same Hercules. He hasn't changed. <laughs> which I love as well. Uh, Hulk and Cerebra. He's our representative of the X-Men 2099. We'll just see who else do you get to see. Then they're going to... The bad guys. Oh yeah, Ghost Rider's still helping out with uh, Miguel. Gallows is there, the 29-hour Punisher. Oh, yeah, he, we love him. The bloody power pack's there. The power pack's there. And, uh... Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange of, of 2099. She's female as well. Uh, she's really interesting, too. I forget her deal, but she's cool. She is cool. I forget her deal as well, but um, she seems very cool and with it. She looks a little bit like Electra in terms of she's got dark hair and a bandana. So it's like cross between Lecter and Jessica Jones, actually, because she's always kind of in casual clothes, which is kind of nice. Uh, anyway, so Miguel gets introduced, gets dropped off a place where he can help. Uh, well, he gets dropped off at Bleecker Street um, and goes in and you've got Doctor Strange, Moon Knight and Daredevil. 2099. And um, <laughs> he kind of walks in on Moon Knight conquering a demon who's... Uh... Oh, so Doctor Strange has a demon half and Moon Knight is using her soul sword to get rid of it. Want a... Giant fucking soul sword. Want Fantastic. a hot dog, says to Dead of 2099. <laughs> it's one of the most fun introductions in comics that I've read recently. Um, um... I think that's like the best part about... Peter David's run. Obviously, they just didn't care yeah. what he was uh, what he was doing over there. So he just threw everything against the wall and just had the best time. Yeah. So yeah. So Moon Knight in this one has it has the Soul Sword. Let's assume, um, and Doctor Strange has a demon half. So that's the first issue. You get right. You get her right at the end, and uh, she's got rid of that. She's still in this amazing armor, which is is the same. Um, They've taken the Manifest Destiny armor and sort of just modernized it art-wise, but that tends to mean it's just got a lot more cool shadows. Um, and... <laughs> okay, Doctor Strange's name is Genie, and Moon Knight knows her very well, enough to call her Genie. Um, and she... Right, finally we get a name for Moon Knight. Tabby. Which we later find... Tabby, Tabitha. Tabitha, which was, interestingly enough, the name of my first cat. I had a cat named Tabitha as well. What do you know? What do you know? Well, really, the cat was called TT because that was my sister's first word growing up. The first thing she ever said was T. <laughs> Is she Damien? Hold on. <laughs> she's a T. She's T. She's very British, Connor. T. So they called the cat TT, and then my mum wanted to enter in cat shows. So they had to get her a proper name. <laughs> <laughs> and her proper name was Tabitha. So, there you go. Moon Knight sticks with being named things that would be good for cats. Very moon-like. 
but yes, yeah, so it's kind of cool because you do see them interact other times. But like, uh, yeah, so they're obviously good friends, which I like. I like that kind of in the same way as, and I know you can all roll your eyes when I say that. I, I like when um, Cap and Iron Man drop the illusion and call each other Steve and Tony on the on the fighting line. But this is kind of nice as well, like to just see them. That there's there's an immediate connection you can get from using someone's real name. Mm. Um, there's history, and history is always cool in comics, especially when you meet a new character. They feel like they're really part of a world they want you to be in. Yeah. And and yeah, I I do like the Doctor Strange twenty ninety nine. She's very funny. Like they they comment about his new outfit, which he got because who is it? Somebody redesigns it, and it's very cool, and it's um it's very tough. I quite like Miguel. I'm a big fan now. Hello, Ozzy. Miguel's cool. He is cool. He's like... He's the perfect mix of arrogant and heroic, and he's constantly changing and always growing as a character. Yeah, and it... it makes, you know, he's kind of that great character. It's always making mistakes and always learning, it, and I love that. Yeah, he's got so many of the sort of Spider-Man tropes, but without being Peter. Like, and without sort of seeming like he's Peter. Like you said, like, he's he's super intelligent. He's very scientific. He's a decent businessman. Um, but things go wrong around him. He's got that Spider-Man luck. Um, and he's also got that... Although he's much more likely to kill people. <laughs> he definitely has the... You know, <laughs> quite a few times where he comes very close or does it. Or says he's going to do it. Um, and Moonlight finally introduces herself to him. Says Tabitha. <laughs> and that she's a big fan. Um, <laughs> As if you wouldn't be. And his, I mean, this is this is a gift to comic book writers to come. So we get them all introducing each other. So Doctor Strange sort of uh, tells Miguel that um, Moon Knight only just got this, the Soul Sword. Um, and, you know, they say that she's sending the demon to the moon... And uh, so Spider-Man's telling her what, what his deal is and what he's doing. And she knows about Ulysses um, and the vision he's had. But they also say something like, isn't there some point where they go like, what's what's Moon Knight's deal? And she says, says the coolest thing. She's like, there's actually a reason <laughs> why her background is secret. That might be in the next issue. Let's let me just pull up the next issue because there you're right. There's, pa- yeah, there's the power pack. Also, before we jump to the next issue, yeah. she uses the soul sword to shove that demon on the moon. Yeah, and he and so, I like the way that Miguel knocks. goes. Yeah, I should have guessed. <laughs> name's Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Wait a second. Just one second. Cat is stuck in poster. You'd think it couldn't happen, but when oh, you yeah. frame your I... posters and cats have claws. It's his usual way of getting attention. Is that Taking what... a framed one, that's a stepped up. <sighs> yeah, I frame some of my posters and he swings them. <laughs> 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 to get attention. So, yeah, so basically we go to the second issue and we've got Doctor Strange, Moon Knight and Daredevil are um, helping Miguel find out where he needs to be. Uh, they're looking for Captain America because Captain America is the one that Miguel has the longest history with. Uh, and Miguel sort of goes, starts speaking to Daredevil because he's the only one he's not really been introduced to. We know his name's Sam. Um, 
And uh, Miguel sort of says, what are your powers? He's like, I don't have any powers. <laughs> and he's like, great. Um, but his powers come from his suit. Uh, and well, Good enough for Iron Man. Exactly. And he says to Tappy, uh, what's your background? <laughs> she actually says, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. And then we get the line, Moonlight's not joking, her origin is secret for a reason. Like, if that doesn't make you want to know more, I don't know what does. Like, we need... I'm so confused, is Conchu just some murderous being now? What's he up to? We want to know, like, what the hell? But she's got a totally secret origin, so either he couldn't be bothered, or he decided to keep it open, and we all know comics, he decided to keep it open, that's a total... Um, Oh yeah. Yeah, you've got over three issues, don't don't mess anything up, we might want to use her again. Uh Which I hope they do. Yeah, I really hope they do. Uh she's super interesting. Um but that's pretty much their involvement here, isn't it? Because um, then Miguel goes on his way, finds Captain America, does stuff with that group of people and uh gets himself sorted. Um Oh, yeah, because Punisher in this is still a cop and hasn't lost his family yet. Um, oh, they're so good. <laughs> I was just looking at the last page. So did you read all seven trades of this? No. All seven trades? Yeah, I did. What do you mean? I read all of this one. Seven, awesome. seven trades? Yeah, yeah, no. I... I read the whole run. I think there is. I read I... the whole run, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't go back and read the sort of 90s, the eight, uh, 80s one. Because uh, I thought I'll start with the more recent ones that's going to lead up to Moon Knight and then I'll... With the good stuff. Well, it's more because it, it's been a long time since I've binge read a comic and I thought trying to get through 30 even would be kind of my limit. Um, but it's a really good run and I'm quite into 2099 now and I'm planning on going reading lots more 2099. So um yeah I'm, I'm genuinely really excited for that new new ranger stuff coming and I hope they build from what David's done here. Yeah. And maybe we'll even see Moon Knight again. Uh, yeah and I mean like it's pretty much a gift of this kind of you've got this really important character they haven't gone back on anything from Manifest Destiny. She cl- now has a soul sword. Um Important enough to be... Which is another cool piece of history you want to know about. Right. Important enough to be hanging out with Doctor Strange and good friends with and has a totally secret origin. I mean, I just... (laughs) It's it's such a gift that even if it has... Yeah, look, no one's ever going to... Like, don't get me wrong. We should... No one's going to replace Mark in my heart as Moon Knight. Um... But there is something very liberating about the 2099 world because you're not messing with continuity, um, which is, I'm guessing, why writers... But it's interesting to me, like, that um, Peter David and Will Sliney did both the 2014 and 2016 run. So they've really been sort of uh, cornerstones of the 2099 world uh, because Spider-Man being the most the most prominent title in there. Uh, so it's really cool. Um, I very much suggest you dig them out, everybody. Yeah. Also, uh, while you're here, you can agree. Best new suit design of Spider-Man 2099. Yes. Beautiful. I really love it. 
And to be oh, fair... Oh, and the covers. Jesus Christ, so good. Oh, the covers are amazing. And also, most of them have got... Most of them have got really cool items. So... Yeah. I was just looking at the solicit for the 2099 run, and of course it's centred around... I've not been... Have you, have you been reading Amazing Spider-Man? No, I did drop off it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. well, because it, it says... It, it wasn't Peter Parker, but as a Darsky, so I kind of didn't... Yeah, there's a, there's a Darsky one, and then the Tom Taylor one both got me instead. Um, but this says, the events of Amazing Spider-Man have been le- leading to this for months. Something is happening in 2099 okay. that spans Nueva York and beyond and will shake up the official Marvel future forever. Um, so interesting. Uh... So, yeah, I just thought I'd have a quick look at what they say. So, clearly, there's been some build-up to it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. It starts uh, 20th of November. And it looks like it ends just before Christmas. So, it's quite a little run. Put all the issues under your Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting set of characters as well. Conan, Punisher... Fantastic Four, Doom, and Venom. Like, Fantastic Four, obviously, Spider-Man, and then Ghost Rider. So I was going to say, like, uh, Spider-Man stands out there, and Fantastic Four is the only ones who are not on that kind of line of being not always heroic. Can I say that about Punisher and Ghost Rider? You know what I mean. And Venom, they're all anti-hero-ish. They're all good people, Rebecca, with lives and families. They are, but Fantastic yeah, Four and Spider-Man sort of. are, are goody-goodies. Should I put it that way? Should I be mean about them instead? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just bully everyone. Really yeah. segregate our fan base. Our fan base are great. They understand that I'm not always <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, but I, I am not saying I don't like all these people, although... You'll never get me to love Punisher. Um, quite like Punisher 2099, though. He seems like a stand-up dude. Um, but yes, very excited about Doom 2099 because of uh, Chip Zdarsky writing. And so who doesn't love Doom? So I'll go, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll go in, all in on the villain. The anti-heroes, I'm a little bit more. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's 2099. Um, I would like to see someone go back to her and I would like to see what her secret origin is and I wonder if they will ever let anyone take that on but that is a wish for the future I don't think we're going to get it this year because I think it would get its own book Um, but I would very much like to see it and I don't know any other thoughts on 2019 that was that was no, I've, I've I've got a I've I've got quite a place in my heart for Spider Man twenty ninety nine, but I think yeah I think we covered that pretty well. Yeah, I mean there's sadly just, not just a lot amount to, of tease to she ever say, returns. But yeah, a hero Tabitha. Not a lot to say is kind of our specialty. I think so. It is, but at least this time yeah, we haven't dissolved into fits of giggles yet. Um, <laughs> there's always there less time I guess. but um, I wonder if they will ever tie it into you know in the Lemire run the, uh, the, all the space stuff there that was on the moon wasn't it 
That'd be quite fun. It'd be fun to see if somebody could just sit down yeah. and do this kind of timeline of getting from there to Tabitha. Um, I always love when they and have... It's not se- Will write it, damn it. I do love secret origins, though, because like, she's literally the only one that's that you get that sort of specific we're not going to talk about her background. Not that any of the others do, but she's the only one that gets that we're really not going to. Um... Um, yeah so and it just seems like you know like a time where people are paying attention to getting more characters that are female and female writers and the cosmic side I've got quite a spotlight on it on the moment Um, that it'd be an interesting way to do it I I always thought 2099 in the same way as I love all alternate universes it's such a great way of expanding the universe without messing with what people love uh 100% yeah because I mean you know I don't think any of us are ready for Mark to not be Moon Knight right now um and it would take quite a lot I mean I think those kind of changes to me are only make sense after a long run like maybe if it happened after the Lemire run um but there would have been no one to take over. So those kind of status changes, I think, need to be deserved a little bit Um, in terms of you need to know the characters. They tend to be, you know, like... I love a lot of the legacies that have just cropped up. But in general, I think when you've had... and, And also, like, especially with, like, the uniqueness of his origin and the relation with Konshu... Um, you need something to happen if you're going to change that, and I think so. I think we are, we will, you know, for all the good reasons. It'll be marked mark for a long time. So this is a nice way of of giving you this alternate. So read it. It's not going to cost you much to read it. It's not going to take you much time. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> all the Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I think it's a really good call. I forgot she was even in this run, and it's great to revisit this. This was quite I a highlight to revisit. I had no idea, yeah. And um, it's literally just because someone on Twitter the other day had made this like flippant comment about, oh, but they turned Moon Knight female. And and I say that by somebody who... And, <laughs> and I was, of course, had to go in and be the dick who went, well, actually, we have had a female Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't usually get involved in those kind of gatekeepery things. And um, but I just felt that they were being such a a dick about it. But then a lot of my friends who aren't dicks at all went, I didn't know about this. And I was like, well, OK, I didn't know much. I don't I'd never read the comics. I just knew they existed. So um, it was pretty, pretty nice to go read them. We have we have actually instead of talking about boxer shorts and nibbling, we've actually provided a service. Right. This is, this is almost unprecedented. Right, so next time, when you send in your top ten things about Moon Knight, we need as much that will make us laugh as possible, please. Because <laughs> we can't do two serious podcasts in a row. We want to be reading through ones and ripping them. Sh- and if they, if like ten of them don't mention Batman, we be very disappointed. <laughs> Actually, I've already written the Batman. The Batman one in my head. I'm not going to give you a hint about it, but it's... Uh, it's in my, you know, you've got to get a Batman in there, but I think I found the right way to approach it. So that's your that's your enticement to come listen to our next episode. 
It's very rude. <laughs> Not about I Batman. I cannot wait already. This is gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be something. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. So please, yeah, give us some content, and we will do our best, and hopefully get that up for you as well. All right, I think that's uh, that's us. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening once again. We hope you have enjoyed this trip to the future. Um, wow. I don't have a good future-based joke. No, me neither. So. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you join us next week for whatever will happen then. Thanks again to Rebecca for joining us. If you want to hear more from her, you can check out... Uh, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. You guys just had a new episode up, didn't you? Yep, and we're doing our hundredth tomorrow. I think so. Woo! Watch huge. out for that. Uh, you can also hear Ray on uh, alongside one of the hosts of uh, Immortal Iron Fist on their Last Sons of Krypton podcast. So if you want, if you want more one hero based content, we supply and demand. And until then... Oh, wait, I should probably plug where you can find us. That's yeah. not a terrible idea. Yeah, do that. Uh, into the, into the night... Uh, com is our website. Um, we are at ITK Moon on Twitter, facebook.com slash ITK Moon Night, Moon Night Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Our fantastic group is facebook.com slash groups slash ITK Moon Nights. Well, no, yes, on the end of that, I take moon on. Um, uh, we are on all the good podcast catches. If you like us enough, leave us a review on the iTunes. It means a lot. Um, and yeah, that just about does that. Shove that in the end because Rebecca makes sure I have a hint of professionalism. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And until then, I guess we'll see you all next time. Uh, drop us in those cool facts and we'll try and come up with some fun stuff ourselves and until then may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night take care good night everybody bye even if it's daytime Moon Knight and affiliated characters stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.